Only warm up I need is a little H two O. You feel me? Just some, just a glass of water to get you, get you going these days. Or? Nah, just a little heat. Heat and heat too. Oh yeah, I'm warm. <laughs> okay, so you just just a little just a little warmth. That'll that's enough to to make it worth your while. Just a snuggle, then you can do your podcast. Yeah, I think I might be addicted to positivity. <laughs> you ever think about that? No, I uh, I don't. You don't strike me as an overly positive guy. But if you are looking to turn your life around, I feel like secretly I am though. Secretly, like I have a really positive outlook on things, and I also like always look for. I always like look for the the good the the good things in people. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, for the um. You know what it's called when there's good stuff in there? I always look for the good thing in the per- like, person. Like traits, characteristics that you yeah, like. Things that yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, maybe, you know. Yeah. I usually just look for ways that, that I could exploit people. That's kind of the guy that Yeah, because you're more of like a thief and like a, like a <laughs> conniver. Yeah, you're more of like a bad person than me. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. more like in a different life I know I would have done really good things for people. And that's really comforting for me to know, like, in another world, like, I am a really good person. In this yeah, one, yeah. in this one, I would, but I, like, don't have time because I have to work so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this last couple of weeks, I've had to work, like, 15 hours. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, between all that shit and, like, looking, at my, looking and at my phone and stuff, like, I don't yeah, really... looking at my phone. Having a, you know, on Sundays, I got to get groceries... You know, mm-hmm. so I would, you know, there's a lot of stuff I would do if I didn't have to do. Well, to be completely honest, man, like a lot of the shit that people do that they think is like good or like helping people. Like um, my brother used to go um, to the, the Galveston, uh, one of the shelters there and work at the soup kitchen uh, as like volunteer or whatever. And uh, he would tell me about that. And I'd be like, dude, you're like. That's stupid because homeless people don't want soup. This is Texas, okay? It's it's hot all the time. Maybe you get a couple months of, of a little little cold, a few few weeks of nice weather. Homeless people in Galveston wanted uh, alcohol, so you should shut down. You should start a petition to shut down the soup kitchen and replace it with just like a bar, a free bar that they can all go to and they don't have to pay a tab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because homeless people like to drink alcohol. And if you provide them a safe place to drink alcohol for free, nothing bad could happen to anybody involved in that enterprise. Well, not enterprise, in the charity. Uh, yeah, you just need, and then I would also, need, like, pay for sex workers and stuff for them, too. And Yeah, yeah, that's uh, honestly, yeah, because a lot of them are homeless and they stink. A lot of them, if they had a girlfriend who was cool, they, they would feel like, i got to stop being a loser. You make a great point. So many guys are, like, so close to being homeless and then they get a girlfriend that makes them uh, do their dishes and brush their teeth and then they, that changes their whole lives. It yeah. happened to me, you know? Um, and so that's a good point. Okay. I'm 100% and I'm glad you're with me on this. I'm glad that we came, I came to you with this idea. Uh, so we burned down all the soup kitchens in Texas and then we replaced them with bars where they don't have to, the homeless people can go and drink alcohol for free as much as they want. And also, um, we uh, we get sex workers to them. We give them girlfriends, quote unquote girlfriends, that tell them to brush their teeth. Yeah, and the girls and get paid there. and stuff. The girls get paid really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they get paid like three, four hundred dollars a week. Um, um, yeah, I get something yeah, like that. You know, that's and funny. then yeah. I don't know what number you were thinking for that. I was uh, thinking probably like five or six thousand dollars a week. Okay, um, I mean that's then, that's okay. Uh, You're more it, generous. You're better than me. You're just yeah, because well, yeah. it's all gonna be money that we were using on food stamps. Right. Um, Great. And honestly, and, yes. Because f- people don't want cold-ass food. They want, they want like, chicken wings. And they want Hennessy and pussy and chicken wings. That's what that's what that Maslow's hierarchy of fucking Why Hennessy? Why would you say Hennessy, Jake? Because Hennessy's good. It is good. It's good. I'm not a and big, I'm not a big brown liquor guy. I feel like. I, I feel Rennie. like I've got. I, I feel like I've got some type of genetic disorder where whenever I have whiskey, I just like, like even if it's Jack, dude, and I feel like Jack is like not even alcohol, like Fireball, Jack, any of that stuff. I just feel like I'm gonna die. 
But I can have people, vodka and gin and stuff, and I feel normal. I feel, in many ways, like nothing has even come into my body, and like I'm much stronger. <laughs> well, I mean, on, on the on the note of of, I mean, I guess if if we want to be safe, then maybe we just do clear liquor. We do clear liquor at the homeless guy bar. It's rubbing alcohol, maybe with like Kool Aid packets in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, sex workers for them. Um, yeah, you make a good point. Uh, we take away, we divert state funding from EBT food stamps, and uh, you know, like baby formula and shit, and we mm-hmm. put it into these bars because look, I have spoken uh, a couple my f- friends in my life who have previously been homeless. And uh, I talked to a couple homeless guys when I used to work downtown and would give them cigarettes when I uh, was a bouncer. Of the four people that I've surveyed in my life that either are homeless or were, the thing that you want more than anything usually is to get drunk or fucked up on something and to find a place to jack off privately. So, part three, we've got booze, we've got sex workers. Part three of the Homeless Guy Bar Initiative is we just... uh, we give them places to beat off. I'm maybe like one of those soundproof rooms. Yeah, like maybe your Google. apartment. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to volunteer my apartment. I think they uh, should all go in your apartment and do it in the bathroom. I don't think so. Uh, no, they won't I'm do it in to, the regular rooms. They'll just do it in the bathrooms. I don't. I don't want that. I want to help people, and you're trying to make a joke. I I'm want. To make I people. and we'll give them toilet paper so they can jack off as much as they want in there. I and won't we'll open to, my door to them. We'll also have slam the wipes in the shower. So if they want to jack off in the shower, they can. <laughs> and we'll have sex toys in the shower. Like you know, mount, it's frustrating. Mounted, mounted to the walls. Like, so, should, so you're trying to take a shower in there, and there's just like 40 dildos. You just, I just hear from the other side of the house. You're, you're like, uh, I'm actually, you've got family over, and you're like, I'm actually trying to help people right now. So that's what's going on in the bathroom. You just, you, yeah, you just, <laughs> there's the, a lot of people helping like, each other in there. I was like, son, it's just the sounds of like the most depraved sex acts you can imagine. And there's like 40 guys in my guest bathroom, the really small one. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, what is that? Oh, I'm helping homeless people out right now. Uh, me and Thomas, we used the money from the show. We wanted to give back, you know, because everything, things have been going good, you know, and so we wanted to give back. So we started the Homeless Guy Bar Initiative. And then that translated to the Getting uh, Prostitutes for Homeless Guys program. And then that translated to um, uh, getting them Hennessy. And then that translated to having them jack off and fuck each other in my bathroom. Yeah, because it's like you meet a nice girl. At yeah. the free bar, you want to take her home. You don't have a home. You can take her to Jake's place, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can pretend that's your home for a night, you know. And mm, yeah. and then it's cool because in the morning, if you don't have a job, you don't have to go anywhere else. You don't yeah, have to leave. Uh, yeah. Well, that's you that's the cool thing about go to the bar, go back to the bar, get mm-hmm. shitty drunk, go back mm-hmm. and you poop on the steps on the way back up, <laughs> on the way back exactly. up to the apartment. Yeah. Like I, I really people talk about harm reduction, and I'm I, I seriously believe in it, because if you give people the tools that they need to survive, like alcohol, and uh, and having sex with prostitutes, then they can lift themselves up by their bootstraps, which is the entire point of the American dream. Yeah, My, because rich rich people have alcohol and 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 hookers, horse. You know what I mean? They just it's easy for them. So why can't homeless guys have it all day? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, my step-great-great-granddad, Antonio Valtonio, came from Italy to this country with nothing mm-hmm. in his pockets but five pennies and a condom. <laughs> and also one of those airport airplane bottles of... of um, Pink Whitney. And wow, I didn't know Pink Whitney was that old. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, the stuff they sell now is a little bit. So different. you're an heir to the Whitney fortune. I mean, I'll let you tell your story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, he actually funny. He was dating Pink at the time, <laughs> so it kind of he got a lot of free Pink Whitney. No, okay, anyway, and he ended up, um, you know, when he was on the. Whenever he got to America, he you know he came here with just that little bottle, mm-hmm. the condom, five pennies and a condom, yeah. Italian sized condom and mm-hmm. the five pennies. Mm-hmm. And by the time he died, he had over twenty five cents and three mm-hmm. condoms. 
mm-hmm. and then a full uh, a fifth of Pink Whitney. Mm. Wow, that's um, inspiring. Yeah, he got. And hit, you know what? He, he could have gotten. A, he got hit by an elk. Clydesdale. <laughs> yeah, he could have gone way further if if people had honestly started to like thought with their hearts instead of their wallets back then and opened up the homeless guy bar initiative. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. I just I, see people wasting their time feeding guys soup. This motherfucker does not want soup. He wants yeah. a camel wide. He wants a camel filtered cigarette. He wants like nine to 12 course banquets. And then he wants a frozen pizza. And then he wants to have sex with a prostitute. And then he wants to smoke cocaine. And check it out. All that stuff's awesome. And I and I think it's important that we give people what they want. We don't give people giving people what they need is fucking stupid. People oh people need food. People need shelter from the cold. Suck my dick. No one wants things they need. No one wants healthcare. No one wants public transportation. No one wants you know uh, affordable education or affordable housing. No one wants those things. If we wanted them, we would have them. What people want is fucking. Stuff that makes them f- their pee-pee feel good and stuff that makes their brain feel good and then stuff that helps them go to sleep at night. That's it. Yeah, we got a drive through service here. You get a slice of lemon meringue pie and a blowjob. Exactly. You can take the blowjob, take the pie home to your family. Don't take the blowjob home to your family. That's gross. Don't, don't. It could be called uh, Tommy's Dicks and Desserts. And it could be like a 50s-style diner. I Tommy's love that Dixon name. Dessert drive through And you could be like Bob's Big Boy, and you got the little gay little In-N-Out guy hat on, and you're holding up a lemon meringue pie in one hand, and in the other hand, just a set of nuts and a dick. Yeah, or <laughs> and, a, um, a severed vagina. That way it wouldn't be gay. I don't... Okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. Whatever your motivations holding lie. Holding it like a scalp. <laughs> just like by the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like a Comanche warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That sounds awesome. Okay, and Tommy's Dicks, Dicks and Desserts drive through, And once guys are done drinking and they're eating their chicken wings uh, and they've had sex with their prostitute and they fucked each other in my bathroom, after all that, guys get a hankering for something sweet to eat. And oh boy. Tommy's Dicks Desserts drive through has just what you need to cra- to satisfy that craving. You go in, you get a slice of lemon meringue pie. You eat it in your car like In-N-Out. Yeah, they, they, yeah. drive-by you, cream pies. A hundred percent. Wow, that would be good if when homeless guys get back on their feet and they get busy working at the fucking at, at McDonald's or whatever and they're working 60-hour weeks just to afford a studio apartment. Dry, yeah, yeah, drive-by cream pies is a great like quick service, you know, it's like brothel you could run. Look at how many ideas. Yeah, that sounds really safe. Yeah. <laughs> A brothel yeah, no. where, by default, you are allowed to come unprotected into the woman. Um, Quickly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Yeah, not. Well, look, here's the problem is that people... This very, like, like hugs and kisses, like, liberal world is way too concerned with safety. People are... They are way too concerned with security and, you know, ring cameras and, oh, I don't know, I don't want to get hurt. I don't... This is very stupid and nothing good is ever done carefully. In order to really solve the problem of, of the unhoused or the homeless or fucking hobos, whatever you want to call them, again, you need to give them what they want, not what they need, and you need to put them in as much danger as humanly possible, and you need to put us in danger in the process, too. Uh, I'm open to the idea of arming every single one of them. I don't know what that would do, really, for them to help them. They already uh, build shit out of, like, PVC and stuff. Yeah, they build cool. entire apartments on like next to the fucking porta potties and shit at construction sites. They just, yeah. you know, they build them out of like Legos and like mm-hmm. pieces of tarp and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very innovative people. Um, yeah. Well, I well, mean, I, yeah. You know, kind of, I guess, by necessity, so they don't die. But it's good the government, city governments, help them out so much. You know, like they'll come mm-hmm. in with heavy equipment and like. Like level everything in case Take, steal homeless, all their stuff. And their like money, in case yeah. homeless people want to put a, like a slab foundation down, they'll just level their entire mm-hmm. camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then throw every, and burn everything in front of them and take them to jail. Yeah, yeah. they take them to jail so that they can network. Yeah, so they can network, and also while they're in jail, a mansion is being built in that spot, and they don't know yet. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We should do that for a show. We should bulldoze a homeless camp and then throw mm-hmm. them all in jail for a year. Mm-hmm. And when they come out, there's a big ass mansion there for free, and it says, "What's up, homeless people? Mm-hmm. Welcome to your house." Mm-hmm. And then they have a, we have a Mr. Beast come on, and mm-hmm. all the homeless people. It's like 500 of them. All of mm-hmm. them compete, and only one of them gets to live in the house, and the other 499 get euthanized. Mm-hmm. I'm down. It's for a that, whole, for sure. It's really evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will be. Se- it'll be. It'll go for 20 seasons. I'm down. And I'm, There's a and season every day. Here's the thing. I am 100% on board with that, primarily because I think truly um, that as we kind of spiral down the content drain, right? Like people people film themselves like pretending to, to eat uh, hot dogs really fast where it looks like they're sucking penis um, for like 20 bucks a month on TikTok, uh, you know, in like Times Square, right? So like, you know, we could – all of this is doable. You know, from yeah. the fo- from the homeless guy bar to the you know dry uh, drive by cream pies to Tommy's dicks and desserts drive through uh, to homeless guy mansion. You know, uh, yeah, sorry, Mr. Beast, uh, where we just sort of, I guess it's not a genocide, more of like a so when you eliminate a class of people. Uh, yeah, we completely grind them up like a meat grinder. We make a meat grinder the size of the Astrodome. For you youngins, they used to have a big dome in Houston called the Astrodome, and it looked like a huge white titty. Uh, and they had a rodeo there, and the uh, Astros would play there. And we built a meat grinder the size of that. Uh, the whole the the entrance, the big portal of the meat grinder, uh, where you put the meat in, you know, is like two and a half miles wide, and you can see it from space. And uh, the winner of the homeless guy mansion competition. He gets to airlift the other 499 homeless guys in a big pot by a helicopter and throw them in the meat grinder. And then we give the guy, that homeless guy that won, like, 28. We give him the GDP of, like, Namibia. Give him, like, $48 billion. Just something crazy. Just see what he does with it. Yeah. Since we're getting that pussy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It does. Yeah, that's what it stands for. I think... I want to, you know, I've worked with Mr. Beeks a lot, mm. just being in the industry, you know, and one, one thing I will say about him is he's got a sensitive side that most people don't see. You know, just most Mr. people, you know, Mr. Mister Beeks, a lot of people think, oh, he's just a YouTuber. Oh, he's just, all he does is give money away. Mm-hmm. All he does is American Squid Games, you know. Mm-hmm. But underneath all that, underneath the charisma and the charm and the dashing good looks mm-hmm. and the billionaire lifestyle and the you know rumors of a girthy cock, mm-hmm. he's got a lot to offer. You know, mm-hmm. um, we've spent some long nights together. Yeah, you know, just stargazing and talking about our plans for the you know the future we're gonna build. Me, right. him, and Lex Friedman, and Elon yeah, Musk. Yeah, I love hanging out Jeff with Jeff Bezos, and um, and uh, the guy from Ryan Seacrest also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from E, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm down, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you've been able to build your network up lately. Um, yeah, it's, it's really sad watching you try to do it because honestly, like sometimes I'll be hanging out with all the SNL people, and we'll be mm-hmm. like, we'll be doing like Trump parodies and stuff, and we'll be like, honestly, like being super sick. And then I'll like look at you, and you're like, you know, bitch ass Twitter page or whatever, and I'll see you like just still talking to people I was talking to like years ago, and it's just it makes me laugh, not in a mean way, you know, it just makes me laugh thinking about how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad. I'm glad that you're working. Uh, I'm glad that you got the SNL gig. You make it seem like I'm jealous. Uh, I'm not necessarily jealous uh, at all. Um, I, you're kind of passing it off like you write for the show that you're on it, but you're not. You have to have sex with Bowen Yang ten times a night uh, to get him. Uh, not even ten times, actually. It's like way less than ten, and I don't oh, even have okay. to. Oh, okay. You, oh, you um, enjoy it. Oh, okay. And it's gotcha, actually, gotcha. you know. I as the head writer, <laughs> you just I, you just draw on guys' dicks. 
No. Yeah, I, I put a lot of energy into the show that people don't see. You know, maybe my ideas don't make it onto the show. Mm. Maybe people don't let me into the writer's room. Maybe, maybe people don't let me I'm, within 10 miles of the maybe building. Maybe I don't get to be in the building, you know? You're right. Maybe right. Lauren Michaels has a restraining order against me. Mm. Maybe I have his blood, and I'm mm. using it to... Maybe Maker. I have his semen, and I'm making a new Lauren Michaels with my seed also. Oh, a, nice. Like a chimera. Of yeah, guys. a chromosomal yeah. A chimera. Yeah. That's beautiful, But man. at the same time, you know, that's what Chris Farley had to do to get on, yeah. probably. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's you true. You look at guys like Dan Aykroyd, like F- Fleming Wimming, you know, just different <laughs> guys who were on SNL. God, I love Fleming Wimming. He was so good. He, he so had good. that sketch. He had that sketch where he was like, Boy, you better go fetch the paper. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, uh, the kid went to go fetch the paper, and then he hit him. He hit his ass in the head with a fifty cal outside the kitchen window. Yeah, blew his head off. Blew yeah. his fucking head Fuck off. It, literally, it, he, all need, he didn't need to use the funny part. He didn't need to use the fifty cal. It was just it, his son was like ten feet out the kitchen window getting the paper. So boy, go out there and fetch that paper. And then Fleming Women. So every time he racks it, then just lets it fly and turns the kid's body into fucking thick paste. Gets me every time, man. Yeah, it makes me laugh so good. Yeah, or the Christopher, um, the Christopher Walken one. Mm-hmm. We need more fem boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a fever. The only cure. Is more femboys. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. They honestly, here's the thing, man, and I'm not even joking. If they redid that sketch and they said that, that would be funny. Um I would laugh at that. But I feel like, you know I feel like they're just chained to the same old ideas, you know what I mean? Um just stuff about uh, Kate McKinnon being Hillary or something, and I don't know. Yeah, you don't really see much funny stuff on there. I mean, there are people on there who are funny. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? I'm not saying nobody who's associated with SNL is funny. It's just what becomes the final product is often, unfortunately, so filtered. Well, I, I was talking to Ben about this the other day, but I was like, I and I'm, I'm saying this, like... We were bullshitting about it, and I was like, who is it for? Genuinely. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, who is it for? Because Tim Robinson, like, he got axed from there, and they never p- took any of his sketches. And then he has his show, and massively popular. He's, like, on every Instagram meme, TikTok meme, whatever. People take his videos. He's like, has his own, like, separate channel of the fucking internet zeitgeist for him. And then I watch SNL sketches. People will send them. Ben will send them to me, and he's like, look at this. And I'll watch it, and it's like... Yeah, it's like Bo and Yang um, interrupting a wedding to be like, I still love you. And he has a Stewie Griffin t-shirt on, which the Stewie Griffin t-shirt is, is pretty funny. But there's no there's no sketch to it. And I'm like, OK, who's this for? Th- these people are paid pretty well to some degree. And the network has, you know, has a big budget. So, like, where is the viewership? Like, who's paying for this? You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. anybody that watches it. But then again... I kind of like live in a, you know, be, me and you both kind of live in that same, I feel like, bubble of like, oh, SNL's dog shit. I'm sure there's like millions of people who are like, it's so funny. It's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like people don't tune in like they used to. Like, whenever yeah, no, I, that's, I, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. But I mean, people don't watch live TV as much as they used to either. I think that's a big part of it. Is that you have to actually catch it when it happens for the most part. And like, who watches TV like that anymore? Well, I guess maybe it's just because it's like a legacy or an institution, and thus you know the fucking wheel turns forever. I yeah, guess. like the like the Simpsons is still going. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just I'm like, damn, dude, like you could if they have the money to pay who they're paying, like you could fucking. I know that it's like major network television, but fucking again, like I think you should leave and all these like sketch shows and stuff like they're on big streamers. Like get the fuck, you know, whatever. Like fucking make it not suck. I don't know. This isn't funny. This is just me bitching about. No, but I mean, how old is like Lauren Michaels at this point? Yeah, I think he's like almost. He's he's like mid eighties, early to mid eighties. I think it looks like he's seventy nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know if what the plan is, you know. I hope that um, they fire everybody on SNL. Did you know that he was born in Palestine? Really? Yep. That's sick. Like, like a... Like before the big one? Let's see. He, it was... I'm guessing it's... Yeah, yeah, because he was born in 1944, so this was before the Nakba. Yeah, that's... He was born in what was legally... I mean, it is Palestine, but it was internationally just accepted as Palestine. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Oh. I, I don't believe that he is... A, I, th- I think he's a Jewish man, from what I understand. Uh, 100%. He was raised in a kibbutz. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Lorne Michaels... Get the fuck out of here. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. That shit fucking sucks. Pisses me off. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, I feel like there are so many like funny people making shit, and then like nobody gives them anything. Like, I mean, obviously we've talked about this before, but like the the entire purpose of like the content world is like you know people make shit that people want to see and you know whatever. But you're not picked up by anybody. Like Gillian, like the Shane Gillis, like the Gillian keeps shit so goddamn funny. Like every every sketch they do fucking kills me. Or whatever. But then I'll watch like a fucking, yeah, I watch like an SNL thing or whatever. And it's like, uh, I got a Prius and I'm gay. And you're like, I want to turn New York into fucking black lava, dude. <laughs> I just, if you guys, if anybody lives there, not you guys, I would save all the people listening to this show. My friends who live in New York. But uh, I want to tur- turn large parts of the island into nothing. That would be pretty sick to me. Yeah, and hopefully new shows will come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I like to. I like to think that I'm probably the next. Can I say it? I'm the next Lauren Michaels. I think, uh, <laughs> and I think what I'm going to start. I've decided to exercise some control over the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to make it work for you. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to start pushing out some of the top podcasters in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we start our own network, like uh, Tom Segura or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to start being really cutthroat in ways other people. Oh, are. yeah, you're going to tell people that make more money than I'm us gonna, and make bigger yeah. audiences that they I'm can't gonna, podcast. I'm going to buy out like Andrew Santano. Yeah, Santino. Yeah. I'm going to buy out. I'm going to buy out probably Bobby Lee. Maybe I don't know Brendan Schaub. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to start working my way up. <laughs> uh, you know, next thing you know, hey, did you hear did you, did you hear that um Mark Norman and Sam Morrill aren't doing their podcast anymore? Yeah, it turns out they got bought out by Thomas. Yeah, he must be some super pimp freaking executive now, trying to make the next SNL but with a pot with just one podcast. It's just two guys. <laughs> Yeah, just a two-guy show that probably should have hired a third one two years ago, but it's too late now. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't... Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, And then before you know it, Joe Rogan does his final broadcast. Picture this. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, this is me, Joe Rogan, of the Joe Rogan Experience. Just wanted to say this is my final transmission. Mm. Uh, I have sold the Joe Rogan Experience to none other than uh, Boss Hog Entertainment Incorporated. (laughs) Uh, you may know them as Padejo Time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And from now on, Jamie will be working for them. Um, oh, looks like Jamie just got laid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah podcast is getting shut down. I sold the podcast to them for about $2,000, <laughs> which is what they offered, and I figured that's a good deal. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah, you can't fuck that up. I mean, yeah, Lord knows sure. I've only made about $900 million off the podcast so far. <laughs> My whole so life, I've, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, goodbye, guys, and go listen to Bendejo Time because it's the last podcast ever. Dude, what if Joe Rogan did, like, a Willy Wonka-style thing for, like, all of the right-wing, like, and fitness and, like, comedy podcasters? He's old. Like, in another 10 years when the TRT starts failing, right, shit starts to fuck, go to shit. And he puts, like, I don't fucking know, um, a golden uh, testosterone supplement uh, all over around the GNCs and the vitamin shops in the world. And then he invites all the little podcasters that get the golden, because I got a golden supplement. They take it, and they go to fucking Joe Rogan's place. And then he just proceeds to kill them in bizarre and macabre ways, like uh, 
I don't know, a fucking Smith machine decapitates one of the teenagers mm. with like the poofy hair, you know, and then uh, he tries to force feeds another one a bunch of elk meat and he turns into a fucking female elk and then uh, Joe has sex with it. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? And then, yeah, you know, runs out of the window. That one dies. And then another one. Let's see here. Um, uh, what else type of shit is he? Like? Oh, yeah. He like uh, fights a chimp or something and the kid dies. And then oh. whoever's the surviving kid gets to be the new Joe Rogan. You can call it a, I don't know, Joe Rogan of the Chocolate Factory. That's as good as anything I could come up with. Yeah, you know I mean? or <laughs> Joe Joe Rogan uh, instead of Willy Wonka. That's beautiful. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, and Joe Rogan and the Podcast Factory. Jo- jo- Joey, Joey Rogana. Joey Rogana. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that works. Oh, yeah, who, who gives, gives a, a shit? And uh, Joey Ro- Joey Rogana in the podcast factory in the podcast studio. Yeah, his oompa loompas are like uh, they're they're midgets on fucking D ball. Uh, yeah, I yeah, like they're, that. They're huge. They're like bodybuilding midgets. They're three eleven. Each one of them weighs four hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, it's 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 Jocko Willink, but two feet tall. Yeah, it's a, and there's five thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and yeah, that's how he passed. I like the. the I, I, they should make a little person Navy SEALs team. I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, Navy Otters or something. Navy. Yeah, they're just in a. They just pull up in like one of those, uh, like an armored version of like the little cars you can buy for that like rich people buy their kids, where it's like a yeah, Ford yeah, yeah. Raptor, but it's mm-hmm. like tiny. Yeah, one of the the like the shitty ones you get at Walmart, but they're like ten grand. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Cars. I like that. Uh, nah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Joey Rogan in the podcast factory. That will be, that'll be the thing. It passes the torch off. It's probably, I don't know, to a Chinese guy. They just killed Osama bin Wadlin. <laughs> <laughs> Osama bin Wadlin. That's good. Yeah, the, the fucking the Navy SEALs kick him in, and he's like 670 pounds. He's just huge as shit. Like, they, they got intel. The CIA and the ISI got intel. that He's had, like, kidney problems for, like, 20 years. So they're like, guys, all right, look, we're going to fucking take him out. But no, he's an old man, and he's experiencing renal failure. So he's going to be frail. You know, you just put him away with a couple rounds to the chest. Fucking blow his head off if you want, but he ain't going to give too much. They kicked the door in, and he's like a berserker from, like, <laughs> like Left for Dead, like the big fat guys. 780-pound Al-Qaeda captain. No, I like the idea of Osama bin Laden as a little person. Oh, like um, a small guy. Yeah, that's what I meant, Wadlin, but I figured, hey. I thought you, you know, meant fat, but way. hey, fuck it. We went with it, you know, or I went no, with it. No, it's okay. You know, I mean, neither of the situations are true, and they're both yeah, yeah. odd, you know, odd predicaments to be in as mm-hmm. a— Leader of a terrorist group. I consider um, them more freedom fighters, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, that's know. really woke of you. Yeah. You know, Osama bin Laden was a great big bastard. And <laughs> he was honestly kind of like a neo... He was like a neoliberal freaking <laughs> pussy. If I was... Honestly, I was like pretty far to the left of Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of a compromise for me. I uh like whenever I voted for Osama I thought like okay this is like the least left wing guy I'll vote for. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. would prefer it if it was like um uh you know there's a lot of guys I know of over there. Yeah, you I know of say. so many guys in the Pakistani intelligence community. Uh, 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 uh Abu uh, Al- Abu Alabaster yeah, a boo big, a booby big body. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling <laughs> a me booby big body. when you were interning for the CIA, your dro- your dro- your job was tracking down a booby big body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a mean son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a you. real fucking, real nasty sourpuss. That guy. You were texting me screenshots of you tracking him yeah. throughout. A bada bod trying to trying to track down a booby big body and I I've remember got a you big were, a booty big body a, in a, my a, sights a booty big body and you were like I, I'm I'm scared if he gets a, if he gets a hold of me it's curtains you know he's in bed with Palestinian a Palestinian yeah we had to kill him with dogs because because bullets couldn't go through his big boobs that <laughs> <laughs> we had to get German shepherds to bite his nipples off they were so hard. 
just the idea of like of having the entire U.S. arsenal at your disposal, and you're like, guys, this guy's too—he's too armored up with big ass tits to shoot with a gun, so we got to send in dogs, missiles. I, we I can't, don't know. We can't get to his asshole with a bullet because his ass is so big and it's too, vi- too big, and bo- big yeah. and booty. A booty, big body. Uh, yeah, I remember a booty, big body. I remember. Um... He died like a pog. <laughs> He died like a pog. Died like a pog. <laughs> oh man, yeah, those are good old days. You hunting down fucking Al Qaeda leaders. Yeah, and then sometimes I would just like get distracted, and I would just kill like, um, I I would just kill like, uh, like rhinos and stuff. <laughs> you'd I'd you'd be, fly I'd, to like Nairobi. <laughs> Yeah, like, I would you, kill like endangered you, species and shit. You, like it a guy so that works funny. for the CIA just gets bored of tracking down fucking couriers that have nothing to do with it. It's just like taking a plane 13 hours <laughs> and just like shooting the last two white rhinos left. Yeah, I don't really know where anything is, which is interesting. If you told me there were uh, elephants in Iraq, I would say maybe. Yeah. It, are there lions there? Could be, yeah. I don't know what's in are Iraq. there. Are there giraffes? Probably hippos. I've read Maybe. a lot. Of, I've, I've Anaconda. Read. I'd believe it. Huge koala. Pengu- penguin. Hmm. Ah, I, penguin cold. We know that. That I, we nah, can accept. We don't. <laughs> They're in Madagascar or something, right? That's that's the puffin. Galop- Galapagos Those are puffins. They're related, but I it's was not thinking like, of Galapagos. It's not like the. Emperor penguin or ah. you know, Well, Galapagos and Madagascar are similar because they're both islands. Yeah, they exist the same place in my head. Yeah. If I honestly I haven't been to Galapagos in forever. <laughs> I used to we used to hunt sea iguana out there. <laughs> yeah, we used to hunt endangered seals out there, you know. Yeah, we, just... we would kill Komodo dragons with hatchets. It is crazy, dude, that if you have enough money, you can you can go on one of those like rare game hunting expeditions. Like it's nuts. Yeah, it's like, one of the most morally fucked up things yeah, to me just yeah, because you have you, like <laughs> you have to nobody pay, like... can do it for cheap. So it's like you have to pay so much money to be a fucking asshole. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guys who and they're like they are outlawed in a lot of places, but there's just no like infrastructure or like the states doesn't they can't. But like, if you're a guy from the states, you know, from the U.S. or fucking England or whatever, and you've got like two million dollars, dude, you can go kill like a fucking you can go kill an elephant. Yeah, you can go kill a fucking. I think there is only like fucking three rhinos left, so maybe those guys are probably under lock and fucking key. You want to kill a fucking lion, dude? You want to kill other rare ass animals? Yeah. You can kill like pygmies and you know. Dude, did do did you ever read about how I think at the turn of the turn of like the turn of the century, like the late eighteen hundreds or something. I want to say it's the late eighteen hundreds. Um, there was one of those like British and Dutch fucking like psycho guys that wore the curious George hats and then just like walked into the jungle and accidentally or purposely killed like three million you know tribal people. Because they were looking for like a, a tastier type of nut, whatever the fuck that era of Ameri- world history. They uh, one of the guys had a house in New York. Uh, he was this like British steel magnate, I think, and uh, he just straight brought a bunch of those guys back, like in cages, and then just had them on display. I think it was the New York Zoo. I'm pretty sure Philadelphia Zoo. I forget which one. Mm, that's and uh, where were it, they from? They were from. I want to say like, like, uh, like back, like Central America area, like yeah. So not even like, well, I guess I'm used to seeing guys from there, but this uh, was at a time when could, there wasn't couldn't have, couldn't have been that. I mean, no, it was jarring, but there's still uncontacted tribes in parts of those places. But like these, a lot of it was, you know, obviously they had civilizations of their own, but these people were not. They didn't know what the United States was, and so he brings them and he puts them in like monkey cages. And he's like, see the half man, half ape. The, the, the missing link of evolution's been discovered. I found them. They, they, they love me. And uh, they had him in there, I think, for something crazy, like 10 years or some shit before somebody was like, yo, these guys can talk. <laughs> because you see, like, the, 
Like there was like a, I forget what it wasn't like an organization. It was like a group of people that were like, "Yo, if I go to the lion cage, they roar and shit. They roar. They and they like meow. They do like rah at each other. These guys have their own language. They're not. Uh, they're not going. Rah. We probably shouldn't have monkeys in cages. Keeping it a bill. These guys talk to each other, and they do not look happy to be in there, <laughs> like at all. Um, but it's crazy that that happened like I don't know a hundred years ago. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, 110, I guess. We're probably not too far from it happening. It probably still fucking happens. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You got uh, an operation like that going, don't you? No, I got out of the keeping people as like zoo animals game a while back. It was getting too uh, saturated. Uh, like the Zoomer TikTok get rich quick guys found out about it. They started kidnapping like, you know, Guatemalan fucking Home Depot guys and uh, putting them putting them in like reptile like aquarium tanks and shit. Nowadays, if you kidnap somebody, it's got to be like your niece or something, you know? <laughs> People are just really boring with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to kidnap my son. Yeah, that's so stupid. If I'm going to kidnap somebody, they're going to be something special. Yeah, if I'm going to go to jail uh, for a long ass time and probably die in jail, I'm going to kidnap... I'd, if I saw a blue kid, I'd probably kidnap him. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with him, you know? I'm going to kidnap his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if, if you're just, like, the best advice I could give to parents is to make your child blend in as much as possible. Because I like to steal rare children, like Pokemon. Yeah, if I saw a shiny kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know how, like, it. people try to, like, you can get a hologram Charizard for, like, 10 grand. If your kid's shiny in any way, got any glitter on him, I'm taking that motherfucker out of the woods. Uh, Dude, imagine kid- the rush of kidnapping, like, a green child. <laughs> Like dark green hair, light green skin, dude. I would fucking hog time, throw him in the back of the truck. You know, I'd I'd fucking get like a copper cage, mm-hmm. keep outdoors, and then mm-hmm. when it rained and stuff, it'd get like a nice oxidized tone to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all vintage, so you'd see like all my shrubs and stuff in the back, all my cactus and all that, and then just a green guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's okay. you, it. Would like he, I would make him hold up a dart board for when he wanted to play darts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. To throw it at his chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, a if you got if you just got feisty the whole, ass nine year old, if you got the whole color wheel, you could fucking you know I don't know make him. You could start a charity or something uh, for like gay guys, gay people, but you could use the guys the different colored guys as like uh, they could do dances and stuff. You know what I mean? Like the TikTok. Look. I don't care what color you are. If you're yellow, red, orange, green, blue, purple. Yeah, you're a racist guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to steal your kid if he's one of those colors. I'm going to keep him in my backyard and feed him feed him grapes. I'm going to feed him dog food. I'm going to feed him dry dog food. Hey, I'm going to make him mow my lawn. He's He's got a shot collar on, okay? <laughs> Treat everybody equal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I'm not really too big into any of that type of stuff. Uh, kidnapping or extortion, or I would probably make all my rainbow kids be ballerinas for me, because um, it's such a dying art. Ballerina, the yeah, ballet is a dying er, art to you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's afraid to eat the cotton balls nowadays. I don't. Is that a part of uh, the ballet? <laughs> uh, it's part of the eating disorder part. Um, oh, yes, yeah. But um, you know, did they be doing that type of shit? I thought they just like did Adderall and cocaine and stuff. They'd be they like, maybe eating paper and they, stuff? They, they, like, yeah, like, have to starve themselves and stuff. I mean, there's different levels to it. Mm. But, like, mm. I imagine, like, your genetics come into play and stuff like that. But if you want it, want it. Like, they really push them to be skinny. It might not be as bad as it used to, but I don't know that much about it. Um, but I know <laughs> back in the day it was, like, like you couldn't drink milk. You couldn't, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was fucked up. Yeah, I remember... Uh, I've been. I went to a couple. Um, my my buddy played in the symph the like the symphony, for one, the university. Sure. And uh, he's like, "Oh, come to the thing," and I was like, "All right, um, yo, uh, um, uh, keeping it being one hundred percent factual with my friends here, dude. Fucking rich people shit sucks, and I'm talking about like rich people shit of antiquity, like rich people now, like fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg." He rides the like hydroplane um, fucking boogie boards and he does jujitsu with Volkanovsky. I'm talking yeah. rich people shit like 200 years ago, 300 years ago. Dude, the fucking ballet sucks. Opera sucks my fucking dick. 
um, art. I like I like an art museum every now and then, but I go in, I'm in and out in ten minutes. But fucking a ballet, dude. Uh, you, that's the opera, but like the the acrobatics of it is cool. But not every ballet implements acrobatics. So some of it, I've seen a handful. It's just like fucking yeah, get the fuck out of here with it. You know what I mean? It's not for me. Rich people should have invented fucking Xbox like way before it was invented because all that shit really fucking sucks. Not a huge fan. Yeah, they had slaves for like thousands of years, and they weren't playing Xbox for any of that time. <laughs> yeah, if you would, if you guys would have had fucking Warzone, you wouldn't have started a civil war over whether or not it's fucking morally right to own a guy. Pieces of shit. You would have fucking dude. Imagine, imagine John Wil- John Wilkes Booth, right? And he's got fucking Fortnite Battle Pass. Imagine, easy squeezy. He doesn't blow fucking Lincoln's head off. There's no. There's not even a civil war. Instead of saying six Semper Tyrannus, he says, I like playing video games. Yeah. Not hard to imagine. Imagine uh, you're hopping on Call of Duty and it's still segregated. Well, why ma- I oughta. <laughs> Get back over here. Why you... Oh, that just chaps my khakis. Get over here, you scoundrel. <laughs> Oh, what, did you have your hands in your trousers? We got a couple ruffians up on the hill with it. They got, they got one of those mail trucks. Now, truck. guys, let's keep it PG. Let's have one heck of a game, all right? That's how Mormons play. You're probably just talking like a guy, like a college kid who lives in fucking Provo. Guys, do you think they probably have to have their own server? Can you? Can, yeah, you can invite people. Imagine a bunch of Mormon kids playing Warzone, not even saying swear words. You know what I mean? Oh, rats. Rats. Sassafras. You got me. Stinky. Sucker and succotash. Wowee, Jilliker. That was a great shot. Uh, Sweep my floor and call me the maid. Yeah. Oh, well, if you would would hem my pants and and take me to the altar. Oh, gee whiz. That really. I'm going to fucking blow my head off. (laughs) That really. Ah, jeez. Gee willikers, mister. That really makes me want to fucking kill myself. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ on a cracker. That makes me want to fucking cut your belly open. Ah, fiddlesticks. That makes me want to do family annihilation to a family that's not mine. <laughs> oh, twiddly D. What can you do? I'm going to kill everybody in my neighborhood. I've never been good at... Talking trash on games in a way that um, doesn't unite everyone in the game against me. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure, and I, I can kind of relate. I Well, because, like, first of all, I'm ass cheeks. I mean, you've played, that's like how we, before we were doing the show, like, we would just play Warzone and hang out. Like, I'm ass, so, like, I can't talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, I can't... I, there's nothing I can say. I'm not even kind of good. I'm fucking butt cheeks at that game. At all video games, really. So, like, I can't... You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm like, yeah, nice fucking shot, dumbass, everybody would be like, Jake, dude, you're KD, right? You have zero kills and you've died 30 times. <laughs> like, there's, you know, like, oh, yeah, almost got me. Jake, I've killed you 20 times in, like, two minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. And then just, you know, like, the fucking... Oh, Call of Duty. Y'all, y'all are too soft for Call of Duty lobbies. You know, that whole guy, like like older millennial guy thing. Like, well, y'all wouldn't have lasted in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I get shot, and I'm like, nice shot, rapist. <laughs> <laughs> nice shot, pedophile. Molester of children. Yeah, great, great shot. I got one guy to yell at me a lot one time because uh, I just said he had on lipstick. <laughs> Nice. Uh, and then he was like, dude, I literally do not have lipstick on. And I was like, why would you be mad if you didn't have lipstick? That's like, like I don't have lipstick on, but if you said I had lipstick, I wouldn't care because I don't. You're <laughs> mad about it. He's like, dude, my girlfriend is right here. She will tell you I'm not wearing lipstick. Yeah. And then his girlfriend literally got on the mic and was like, he's not wearing makeup. And I was like, but he's wearing lipstick. Yeah. And I was like, do you fuck him? <laughs> Do you peg him while he yeah. wears makeup and yeah. a wig? You hit it from the you side. You shave your head. Mm. And then they kept being mad. He killed me a bunch of times. <laughs> I don't think I killed him at all. Uh, Yeah, it's fun to... 
I would just would like join random like parties when I would play. And I would just fucking like tank the whole team and people would be like, oh, fuck. like they just in the name I would. And everybody ever really wanted to play with me. Even my friends, they would I'd be like, yo, let me let me hop on around. And they're like, nah, it's cool. So I just, you know, who gives a shit? Yeah. It, people people at first are like, oh, dude, it would be funny to play with him. And then they yes. play with you. And you're so bad that it like makes a noticeably negative impact on their day. Yeah, on like on the time like, that they right, yes. Yeah. The time that they set aside to like unwind and play games with the boys. I've been that person that ruined it for friends, like, not kidding, man, well over a hundred times. Just because people would be like, like, um, oh, like, we're going to play Halo. And I would, I never really played and I didn't own the game, um, but I had my, my neighbor did. And I would go over there and we would, they would play like, you know, local or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I would like ruin it. We would all smoke weed um, and like steal beer from like his dad's fridge and shit. And some guys would be like, dude, I fucking hate playing with you, man. And then they would just, like, go outside and, like, hit the fucking Dr. Pepper can we like, poked holes in. Just completely ruined their night. And I'm like, you know. Yeah. But, hey, it is. I got good at other shit. You know what I mean? I got good at, uh. Yeah. You became a skilled lover. I became a tyrant. I became a pretty good tyrant. I did. I had my tyrant phase. I became mm-hmm. a good, um, uh, autodidact. I became a really good, um. Became a really uh, a really solid um, uh, despot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of ruled over a small banana republic, uh, took it over and ran it with an iron fist, you know, enslaved a lot of people. But you I'm should a- start anytime you're playing games. Be like, dude, I wish I was like holding drumsticks right now, and I could like show you what I could do. <laughs> but I'm like stuck with this like little pesky controller. But like, I'm a drum artist in my spare time, and like I could really. Work my if I could work my magic on some beautiful, tightly bound canvas. Mm. You know, I use that like my my palette. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm stuck with this piece of plastic, this capitalist freaking plastic right here. It just makes me want to punk out. It's going to rock out right now. But honestly, I'm just like kind of a savant. Like I'm too good at music and right. comedy right. and <laughs> yeah. what else? Oh, being fucking awesome all day. That sometimes video games just piss me off because it's too easy. So, yeah. No, I don't have a great KD because I'm thinking about uh, great things. Mm, yeah, I got you shit know? going on in my life. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm actually a tortured artist. Nobody knows that because yeah. nobody gives a fuck about my life. <laughs> As it turns out, no one gives a shit about my problems, despite the fact that there are many, you know. Nobody gives a fuck about a player's life. Everybody Maybe I should swallow this controller and die from <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe I should eat my drumsticks and fucking shove my head in the kick drum and fucking step on my own head. I guess I'll just keep this art to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fucking um you just you, you you're like threatening you like have the the drumstick slightly up your nose and you're like threatening like you're going to push it all the way through your skull even though that's like Dude, I could do this right now if I wanted to, and I could, and I'm thinking about it, but I guess I won't because I'm fucking stronger than you. Dude, I'm not kidding. Um, I was I was playing a show when this happened. This is this is so stupid. I was playing a show and uh, like we finish a song and like my hair was in my eyes, and I had my drumsticks. I'm sitting behind. Uh, it was like a pretty big show too. I forget where. Oh, it was in, it was in Denton uh, at Andy's, and uh, I fucking throw my. Uh, head forward to throw my hair back and I fucking shove my right drumstick so far up I literally like head butted it was perfect like I probably couldn't have done it on accident a second time because I was holding them up this drumsticks I'm sitting on the throne the drumsticks are in my lap and they're like faced upward because I, ju- I literally just finished playing I'm like you know fucking chord rang out or whatever and uh I like whip my head forward and dude I'm not kidding like the plastic, ah. the plastic part at the end, and it was. I use a uh, thicker drumsticks because I, I play too fucking loud and too hard, so I like, um, I get thick ones like the woods thicker. Uh, they're like uh, I forget what they're called. The Vic Firth mix. Anyway, dude, nose is just like bleeding, and I'm like, I didn't realize what I had done at first, and then I look down and there's just like snot <laughs> and like a little bit of blood. Like, on, like, the last, like, three inches, four inches of the drumstick. And I was, like, and I, like, looked at Peyton and I looked at Will and I was, like, 
Ah, it's not worth it. Because <laughs> so I was about to be like, like I was scared for a second. I was like, because dude, my whole like the br- up here hurt, like when I, between my eyes, like the bridge of my nose. Jesus. I was, yeah, I was like, I did, how hard, you know, whatever. But it scared the shit out of me. But all that happened. Is Imagine that, if you had accidentally died from that. That's what I was about to say. Like that would have been the most appropriate death for me. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. No. Like you know, obviously I wouldn't want it to happen. But if somebody told me that you had died like that, I would say. You know, in a way, it's something that he would have wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is going out like a warrior uh, on stage. Yeah, and you know, inst- instantly becoming. You know, that's people would talk about that show for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, damn, if I would have done the whole like action movie, smash the guy's nose into his brain cavity, fucking horse shit, but like with a drumstick. My mom would have been super pissed at me, and so would my brother. But I think my brother probably would have been like. He probably, you know, there's no way that you wouldn't laugh at a stupid ass death like that. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, what time is it? I'm gonna we go. Still got a little time. I'm gonna. Yeah, uh, yeah, we still got, we still got a little bit. <laughs> um, oh fuck! Sleepy Jake sleeping on the fucking job again. <laughs> How many times have I told you? Oh my god! I saw so you sleepy. yawn. One more time on this show, I'm going to raise hell. Oh, my God. I'm so sleepy. You got anything fun going on this weekend? You got friends visiting, right? No, I'm going to go. Me and my other band, uh, we're going to go do the cabin thing. We're just going to. We got a place in Canyon Lake, and we're going to get there on Friday and just set up in the the living room and then just, like, write uh, music. Um this would be, our, I guess, our first album. We have an EP out, but um, yeah, we're trying to write our first like actual album. Uh, Sick. So we're gonna get there Friday. I'm gonna stay till Monday. Just fucking, you know, live off of uh, Gordetto's fucking pretzel sticks and uh, peanut butter and um, yeah, all that shit. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, it's in Canyon Lake, yeah. so it'll be cool. We're gonna do karaoke, I think, on Friday. Trying to think of nice. I'm trying to think of the worst karaoke because I always go and like you know me, dude. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking attention whore. So I always go. I hate people who do this, but I'll do this sometimes. I hate when I go to karaoke and people are good, but like I'll try to sing sometimes, especially if I'm like had a little too much to drink, and like I don't, I can't sing all that great, but like I'm not terrible. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to get out of the habit of like actually trying at karaoke, and I want to sing like. I'm trying to think of the fucking worst thing I could sing. Like, I guess maybe like a like a German like SS marching song. <laughs> you know, I think it would be really annoying if you did Hot for Teacher. That would really because, suck. Yeah, because yeah. It, it's a lot of guitar at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the singing, even in the original song, is not good. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's just a guy talking, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about wanting to get raped as a high schooler, mm-hmm. basically. What if, I could do the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater, but I could do it like, like Slayer, <laughs> like just fucking really send it home. You know, that would be good. You could uh, adopt a weird accent and do Dinosaur by Hank Williams. Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. That- oh baby, I'm dinosaur. I need the major change. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that video of him where he's like, as soon as my dick gets wet, I'm coming. <laughs> it cracks me. Have you seen that? It's no. Dude, it's so funny. I don't, I don't know the fucking the whole interview. I just saw the short clip of it. But somebody, I guess, interviewer is like asking him a question or whatever, and it's not on air because there was no way that could have fucking aired back then. But I guess the cameras were still hot, but he's sitting, you know, he's got his old gimmick on, and he's like, look, as soon as my dick gets wet, I'm coming. I'm not no marathon fucker, all right? As soon as literally the moment it happens, I'm coming, and then I'm going on. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, like, I, <laughs> that's so... The, the 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 one wise thing he's ever said. Well, it's funny to be like, like, all your songs are about how you're a bad person, and you're an alcoholic, and your whole family's like that, and nobody likes you, and you're lonely, and you need to change your ways, but you can't. And then... But maybe there's a baby that's just like, oh, yeah, I got groupies. I'm a stallion. Nope. I'm broke. I'm an alcoholic. My family sucks. I'm a bad person, and I fuck like shit. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. fucking, 
just having literally no, but being just an incredible guitar player and having an amazing voice. That's all it takes. So if you're an incel, <laughs> if you're out there and you have a bad home life and you have generational trauma or whatever and uh, you don't have any support networks, Hank Williams Jr. did it and he sucked at fucking. So, hey, you know, it's, yeah. it's possible for you. He was a Nazi and he couldn't fuck at all. So well, he, was, he was a double pretty, pretty right-wing right guy, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, well, now, now he... He'll change his lyrics in concerts to like be about Jews and stuff, <laughs> like because he's such like a drunk that he just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's playing like Toby, Toby Twofers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backyard stage. So like, it's just a bunch of like fifty-year-old women there, and he's like, he'll he'll like, he'll, like change the li- he like does like self parodies of oh, all races nice. some sometimes. That's awesome. So that's a nice, uh, if you ever catch him live, it's something you can look forward to. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, honestly, I thought he was dead. So I, that's, I, like, I straight up thought he died, like, for some reason. Well, I mean, not for some reason. The motherfucker's like a 900-year-old drug addict alcoholic, but. Um, Let's see. Let me double check. Yeah, he's 74. That's crazy that that motherfucker's still alive, dude. That is so nuts. And uh, he has a son too, who it's like the third, ain't it? Hank Williams the third. Yeah, 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 who also makes music. I don't know if he f- likes him or not, but <laughs> he likes his own son. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if his son likes him. Or not, oh, but. <laughs> it's crazy to name your son the third one of the name that you have, and then just be like, I don't like him very much. <laughs> I don't. He's not really my cup of tea, as <laughs> it turns not, out. He's not, just not my type of guy I like to hang out with. You know, some Who guys good at guess. Dude, hey, you can't get mad at me. Some guys don't like hanging out with their kids. It's just not, you know, some guys don't I'm, like... I'm Bocephus, but I'm not a fan of Bocephus, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't, cannot stand my fucking, you know... It's a family tradition to not like your children, you know what I mean? Uh, dude, he, he, Hank Williams III looks goofy. He was born in 72. Is there a fourth one? What if there's a fourth one and he's a femboy video gamer? <laughs> just not a fucking country music singer at all. Well, I like that the third one is 51. I thought he was... Yeah, uh, no, he's... Well, Bro, is there a Hank Williams IV? Get the fuck out of here, dude. There is. Ricky Fitzgerald. Oh. Okay, so he ain't even the goddamn... All right. Hank III's son, four. (laughs) Yeah, that's just... The Hank Williams lineage continues... That's pushing it. ...with Hank III's son, IV, Roman numerals. Hank III is Hank William Jr.'s son, and Coleman, a.k.a. IV, is Hank III's son. Bro, there's fucking like five of these motherfuckers. All right, whatever. It's like if you, you know, it's like it's like dilution, you know. We only gave yeah. a fuck about the first two. And I guess maybe yeah. kind of the three. Who gives a shit? The three, it was like, oh, there's a sequel, but he didn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's cool that Charlie Crockett, that Davey is like, I think is like his great granddad or something like 10th power like granddad or some shit oh really yeah yeah i think it's his great 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 uncle or whatever or his dad i forget but that's where his namesake comes from which is cool i like charlie crockett he's cool um i also i also like the fact that if you're listening to this um you should head on over to patreon.com slash pendejo time toss us five bonaroonies five bonaroonies gets you access to bonus arooney episodes every week including access to the discord Ten bucks a month gets you access to video episodes as well as bonus episodes as well as Discord access. Fifty bucks a month gets you access to all that stuff, and then you just to give us fifty bucks a month. Uh, please don't sign up for that. Um, don't unless you want to. Uh, unless you have the money, but you um, don't. You don't get anything. In it particular started out as a joke tier, and then I kept it. Um, if you are a free listener and you do not subscribe to the Patreon, I have some fucking news for you. Just today. Just today, I dug through all of our old thumb drives and my old laptops, and I found most of the songs that were supposed to be on the album that we were going to release that got me banned from Spotify for being too fucking thug. <laughs> for being too, thug. too hard, dude. Too damn thug. <laughs> for being too thug and for too being too gangster. And I compiled all that shit, and I released it on Bandcamp. Um, and... Uh, you can go on to our Patreon, and you can find that link. Um, yes, you sir. can probably also like find it if you Google it. I just realized because it's 
Bandcamp and you can just Google it. Uh, and I didn't put it under anything, but um, it's on our Patreon right for now. I'll probably just post the link here in a couple weeks or whatever. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's got nine sweet tracks like the robot song, the alligator song, change the world, borrow your car. Uh, it's the snacks. The snacks. Uh, one. Baby girl that snacks good, uh, is my. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> classic. Yeah, baby girl snacks is a classic one. Uh, it also has. Um, damn it, play no games is a great. That's 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 a really good one, dude. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of the classics. There's some that are missing. Uh, that might go on the second album if I can track those down. But uh, either way, thanks for listening. You know, you said you said Drunk Uncle would be your first album, but we just put one out. So it's funny, you know. How life works. Yeah. Well, no. this will be your second studio. This album. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my. Yeah, you know what's funny is the Drunk Uncle's al- second album was coming out in May, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is like done a lot of EPs. This is my. It's like no, my technically my third studio album is coming out on a label. The second one <laughs> is called Pedeo <laughs> Time, and I used the Bing Image Creator to make a picture of a gorilla wearing a sombrero covered in purple slime on the Dallas skyline. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So awesome. Um, yeah, go check that shit out. If you're not subscribed, it's up on Patreon. Uh, give it a listen. It's super good. Everything. It was so good that Spotify said, hey, we can't have this. This is this is going to break the internet. <laughs> it was going to be too good. Gonna they were going to get too many streams and their servers were going to crash. <laughs> explode. All right, I'll see you all later. But thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, yeah.